What's up, gang? This is Food Network star and culinary master of the Marvel Universe, Justin Warner, and you are listening to the podcast that's everything you ever wanted but never asked for. You know it. PSVG Prime. Now that that's out of the way, and where we dropping, boys? Welcome one and all to this week's edition of PSVG Prime, the flagship show of the Place and Video Games Podcast Network and the best damn video game podcast on earth. That's right, it is I, your host Kevin, and with me, after a two-week uh, departure, uh, we got a little lazy. Sorry, stuff happens. We have lives outside of this. They're not great, they're not really important, but we have them. But Lucas is here with me this week. Hello, Lucas. Yeah, I have one of those. It, it, it keeps happening. Life? Life. It oh. keeps finding a way. And I heard that about life. Yeah. I'm like, please stop. I just want to be able to enjoy the things I enjoy. Can you stop throwing things at me? It was all supposed to end. 2021 starts and then it's all good, right? Well, I mean, that's well, I mean, now Biden's sworn in. So now it's officially today was the first day of everything being better, I think, officially. Right. Cause, yeah. First day of the rest of your life. Yeah. Because Trump was there. So, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Scapegoat. Speaking of goats. Ooh, we have nice transition. I know, right? That's good. You might recognize that voice. It's been a while, but Seth or Seth is the goat or Seth Joseph Wah will give oh, him yeah. a fancy French edition like the, the famous goalie. Cousin Patrick. Yep. Yep. Speaking of Biden, I, I just saw a story. I I watched a little bit yesterday, but I saw when they got to the White House, nobody opened the door for them. <laughs> um because they had <laughs> fired the butler earlier so they just kind of stood there and the door was closed that's that's amazing i i I will say like yesterday was a weird day so like uh you know obviously we're doing the homeschool thing uh my wife is is handling the kindergarten with the little one and she wanted to watch the inauguration all that kind of stuff too and and we were talking to our daughter about it and you know why it's important you know the first female vice president telling her about that stuff so that she kind of had it streaming on in the background so my daughter watched it and kind of absorbed the whole thing so it was a good learning uh, oh, experience yeah. i think for everybody and seeing seeing what was going on one of the funniest stories though, i will say and it's honestly the least angry i could be at donald trump and like want to say good move he had the most american thing possible installed in the oval office that came out today he had a is button. it the the diet coke yes he had a button yeah. that he would push and somebody would bring him a diet coke <laughs> what i it completely ridiculous. Yes, American, absolutely. Well, and it's would and I want one? Totally. <laughs> like, and it's a button, like it's it's on this nice wooden yes brick, um, and there's just a red button in the middle of that. Yes, it's uh, it's like it's like when you see the movies, they have like the nuclear launch button. That's what it yeah. looked like. It, I was gonna that. say, does it do you, need a key? Do you think maybe they told him that it was a nuclear launch button, but made it Diet Coke instead? And he just kept pushing it. Well, no, because yeah. he likes Diet Coke. So I mean, well, it. Maybe I, he thought I, I, that was his reward for every nuke. That that I could see that. I could also see him being in a, in a meeting with somebody important, you know, from another country, just you know, trying to negotiate, getting tough with them, right. and eventually be like, "Oh yeah," and just smashing on that button, thinking he was gonna, the other person thinking he was gonna launch a nuclear, and he just got a diet coke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. But we're not here to talk politics. Thank God. I think we've all had enough of that with 2020 and and so far in 2021. But it's all 
looking better hopefully now at this point uh but we're here to talk about video games but before we do we need to thank those other amazing people besides joe biden uh that support us on patreon.com slash psvg yes joe biden is a patreon supporter in case you didn't know uh he's at the dlc level so just not our patreon (laughs) sorry but we're thanking our Patreon supporters, Michael Massick, Barry Cathcart, Edwin Callow, Nick Creature, Rude Days 93, Ben Moxham, Rob Emanuel, Nick Fahaber, Paul Calico, Kyle Heyman, Grouchy Surge, Chris M., Devin Tyus, and Josh the Bonesaw. Man, Biden. I swear, I swear that uh, list gets longer. It does. People keep it's throwing it's money It's a little us. bit longer. That's, uh, that's nice. It's the it worst is. hit list ever. It keeps getting longer. It's supposed to get shorter. <laughs> That's true. We're not we're not doing a good enough job putting people off, apparently, Lucas. Yeah, get that hitman on the job. I, gu- I guess the other shows are so good that people want to support it, and then we come along and try and mm. throw it all away, and they just don't care enough. <laughs> That's <laughs> our only lot in life, is we're trying to get you to not support us. Yeah, pretty much. I like except, it. Except Lucas sometimes needs to feed his kids, so. Uh, just one dollar, you guys. <laughs> You're not fooling anybody now. Now you got a nectar mattress. We all know you're rolling in the dough. So. No, not like definitely need you guys to <laughs> pay for my bed. $1, please. Hey, are we you wearing a, a Are you wearing a Cleveland Browns hat? No, no, it's a Star Wars hat in the color of Cleveland Browns. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> in the stylings of no. Gosh, no. Skinny Matt just got excited because you said his uh, team name, and he's like, "Oh, is he wearing one?" I have to check out the stream. I'm he put not. down his garbage plate to, to listen. <laughs> he's like that meme where he's spitting out the breakfast cereal, but it's just garbage plate. Garbage plate. <laughs> Cleveland Browns. What? Uh, I gave up on football, man. I, I'm, I'm finding it hard too because, like, being a spoiled Patriots fan for the longest time, we were just good. Like, I always was like, hey, we may not win the Super Bowl, but we're always going to make the playoffs. We're always right. the division. You know, none of that this year, obviously. But then there's still some people in New England, and maybe it's just me because I'm a spiteful, evil person. I don't want to root for Tom Brady. But there are people, mm. like, all season that were like, well, when the Patriots aren't playing, I'm watching Tampa Bay. And I'm like, no, that's not how this works. You don't get to pick the team you're rooting for at any given point. Like, you need well, to pick a team. I, I think it depends. So my favorite basketball player was Kevin Garnett. And um, my favorite team is the Timberwolves, and and uh, but he left the Wolves differently than Tom Brady left the Patriots. True, um, and he had never won in Minnesota. So the when he was in Boston, I was a Boston fan. Um, no, that's fine. But did you separate? Oh yeah. Okay, I'm talking about people in New England who are still liking the Patriots, and then still watching Tampa Bay as if it, they're they're the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I, they were rooting for Tom Brady all season. And I'm like, you, you, you don't do it. You stick by your team. I was like, so, you know, if they get to the Super Bowl and Tom Brady's there, I feel like I'm going to get in trouble in my house because my wife is going to be rooting for Tom Brady. And I'm, I'm really not. I'm like, no, you left. That's it. Sorry. Great player. All the respect in the world. But you chose to leave. It's on you. You didn't get traded. That's called loyalty. Yeah. You're a very loyal person. And, and people point out, like, well, it happens all the time in sports, babe. You know who didn't do that? Derek Jeter. Okay. Derek Jeter didn't leave. One person. Yeah. But a stellar example, multiple championships, team captain, role model for everybody, no controversy. Uh-huh. Well, Tom Brady kisses his kids on the lips. But He also wasn't uh, playing when he was 42. But he also uh-huh. played a heck of a lot more games than Tom Brady. Yeah, but baseball's mm. barely a sport. <laughs> well... It's definitely not as entertaining as football, I'll give it that. <laughs> but we're, we're getting way off track here, so let's let's rein it in, let's focus in. Let's talk about what we've been playing, uh, which isn't a whole heck of a lot. Um, I'll go first, because I don't have much to talk about. Um, number one, uh, Fortnite. 
no surprise there. Uh, we did our uh, stream in support of Bobby Paul's and Nintendo Guru over the weekend. So I spent some time diving back into Fortnite, uh, did a live stream for two hours, uh, play with Donnie's son, Jack, actually. Um, had some fun doing that. We got a dub, so that that's all that matters. We got the nice. one in there at one point playing duos, which I really don't ever play duos. Uh, so it was a different experience having a partner to lean on. But then also saying, okay, I need to worry about this other person because I don't want to end up alone. And then knowing every encounter you run into, there's always going to be more people with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas when I play solo, it's like, okay, everybody's free for all. So, yeah, there might be multiple people, but no one's going to gang up on me. Or they could, but it wouldn't be likely. Everyone's out for themselves. Um, but I had fun doing that. Um, the Predator skin just came out uh, yesterday, in fact. I haven't gotten it yet because you need to land in a certain part of the map and beat the Predator in order Ooh. to get the skin. So everybody is going right to that location. So it's mm-hmm. like you land on the ground, there's 40 people and the Predator. So it's, it's just mayhem. So I haven't gotten it yet. Uh, and then what I was going to talk about the show tonight, because it was rumored and there were some leaks, and then sure enough, Fortnite came out and just released it now. Uh, the Terminator and Sarah Connor have been added as well. Yes. The greatest hunters out there yeah. too. So, Are they a, a paid thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're a paid thing. I th- the Predator is free, um, but you buy... I haven't seen how much it costs yet, but it is it is our purchase skins, or the T-800. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the full exoskeleton. It doesn't look like Arnold, obviously. Uh, and then Sarah Connor, which does yeah. resemble Sarah Connor, but... They were... that. That's the first one since uh, Mandalorian that I've been kind mm-hmm. of interested in. I actually... I've, um, I was playing Fortnite pretty heavily for about a month, yeah. and then I just decided I... I just need to move on to some other things, um, which means I'm not going to get the the child backpack, but I can either play that forever or try other things. No, so. play it forever. That's that's how it works. <laughs> that's what they want you to do. So I, mean, I've been, I bought one season pass and I've been playing for free and getting all the season passes forever because I just keep doing it. It's like crack, man. Um <laughs> But no, the Predator Personal skin does trait. look really good too. So that, that's a that's a good looking skin as well. Like same quality as like Mandalorian is. Um, I'm only about halfway through the season two though, Seth. So I'm not. I, I mean, I'll, I'll get it because it goes on. I think for another two months, really. Yeah. Um, so there's plenty of time. But yeah, I think I'm level forty five or so. I'm right about that range too. I think maybe mm-hmm. a little bit higher, a couple higher, maybe. Um, but been playing that a little bit on and off. But I haven't really had a lot of time lately. Work has just been dragging me down. Uh, so the other game I played and I reviewed, uh, review is not up yet, but it will be up by the time you folks hear it, is uh, Summer in Mara. And this is a game that was showcased originally uh, for the Nintendo Switch. It was kind of like unveiled for. And it looked like a, a mix of Stardew Valley or Harvest Moon meets Animal Crossing meets Wind Waker. Uh, so you play as this young girl who, who grows up on this uh, island uh, with your who you call your mother, but she's not your mother. She discovered you in a storm uh, and raised you on this island. Uh, and you'd learn things like uh, growing plants and, and um, uh, crafting tools and different things and running missions that way. But your mother, air quotes, will go out sailing every day and come back. But you were never allowed to leave that island because it wasn't safe. Well, eventually she passes and you you realize you have to leave that island uh, and you go exploring. But basically the game ends up being kind of like you need to grow things, run tasks for people, and, and fulfill the tasks in order to move on with the story and unlock new missions. Uh, I will say the trailers look a lot better than the game is. Mm-hmm. Um, graphically, it looks fine. Music is good. It's a nice, lighthearted, easy game. Uh, but unfortunately, it's just a long series of fetch quests that don't ever seem to end. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I need these corn. Get this corn for me. So you go back to your island because you can't grow things anywhere else. You go all the way back to your island to grow the corn, sail all the way back to give them to the person to unlock the next quest, which is another take this here type thing. Um, so unfortunately, it got really 
tiring and it really felt like it was a really long tutorial for something that could have been bigger and better uh mm-hmm. like the story was interesting enough like it had it had a a backbone there but it seems like it was never fully fleshed out and it left me wanting a lot more um so i would say you know it's it's a good game but certainly not a great game so unless you're really into those types of harvest moons um stardew valley to an extent those kinds of games i don't think that really summer and mara does anything new to kind of push that forward so uh for me it's okay yeah i played it but i probably wouldn't have gone out and bought this game uh having read a review or anything else about it prior beforehand i was left a little disappointed but it is what it is um seth so besides fortnite what have you been playing um so i uh have been playing Immortals, um, Phoenix Rising. I picked it up when it was on sale over Christmas break, and I have, you know, you with the thirty dollar um, price when I went down to thirty. Yeah, I think yeah. I think thirty or forty. Yeah, I think thirty. Um, but I got it. Uh, you know, I, I Donnie um, got me on the the Bing rewards. You know, he talks about the Microsoft rewards or whatever. So just by pretty much that's my gaming budget now is Xbox Game Pass and Bing rewards mm-hmm. money. Um, <laughs> So I had enough to, to get that and I'm uh I just I guess it's not spoil it's about Greek gods, so I'm not gonna yeah, spoil no, anything. No. But I, I'm through two of the gods now. I just did I've done Aphrodite and now the Ares stuff. I just mm-hmm. finished Ares and I think I need to go back to the Hall of the Gods to give him his essence or whatever. So I'm right there, which it's two of the four yeah. Greek gods, and then I assume you'll go and fight Typhon. Um, Spoiler. So, well, that, that's <laughs> part of the game. That's like the, the opening setting of the game. So um, I really like it. It's it's basically Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. without with um, a little bit more direction than mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild, I, I think, um, which I think is both good and bad. Um, like when I, one of my favorite things about the Zelda game was that I just ran off in a direction and figured things out where this one, I feel like I'm just running straight toward whatever the objective is. And sometimes, you know, I'll stop and do a vault here and there and find, find different chests and whatever, but I'm basically just running around Mm -hmm. from point to point, which is kind of like what I do in an Assassin's Creed game. So, um, but it's good. The, The combat's fun. The game's fluid. Um, some of the dialogue's funny. Yeah. Um, and we'll see. It's I'm glad that I'm playing it. It's so, a good game. I think a lot of people yeah. are sleeping on it and then you're you're not playing it on Switch, right? You're playing it on Xbox. No, no, no. I yeah. I um if I can help it, do not touch yeah. my Switch. Yeah. <laughs> unless I'm, unless I'm helping the kids. Right. I'm with you. At, at this point, unless it's an exclusive or I got a crazy deal on something, I'm not playing the Switch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Mortals is, is a good game, and I think a lot of people just kind of glance over only because of the amount of games that came out. Yep. Um, so people that got it for thirty or forty dollars, like you said, I think that's a steal because it is a solid game for sure. Um, that I think a lot of people just kind of glance over because they're like, oh, this looks you know too Zelda ish, which it is in in spirit. But you're right, it is different enough that I think it's worth people's time for sure. Yeah, and the, and the puzzles are are good. They're um, I have looked up a couple guys just because I'm at you know I'm at the point where. I don't want to sit and stare at a bunch of boxes for 20 minutes and yeah. have to figure out if I can't figure it out pretty quickly, but um, the puzzles aren't too bad. I'm going to say I'm maybe 15 hours in. So I, I was kind of figuring on it being a 30 hour yeah. game yeah. with the, you know, if I went and did everything you could do, I'm sure it could be 50, 60 hours, but 
um, enjoying that. And then the other game um, I played a little bit of. I I got the the Mega Man like entire collection was on sale. Yeah, yeah, the a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So I so I have Mega Man. It's like Mega Man collection. I have all the games one through eleven and Mega Man X. All of those games. All of those. Um, and I've never played any of them. Oh, I, boy. Other than I, other than like bits and pieces, I played parts of two and three. Right. Never really sat down and played them. So, um, so I was going through Mega Man One a little bit. It's pretty tough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and I also think I made a mistake in you can do the different. You can play it in the original what four by three. Or you can play it in widescreen where it stretches things out. And I yeah. played it in the widescreen, and yeah, I think can. that was the wrong decision. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to... I've beaten, I think, two levels in that. I don't know if I'm going to go back to that one. I might just skip ahead to two and mm-hmm. just kind of play from there. Um, and uh, But it's fun. I, you know, it feels like that's a, a game. As much as I, you know, I really love Shovel Knight, um, which I know isn't the same exact no, kind of game, but it's... Sure. It, it's yeah. I can see the the similarities, and and so I feel like going back and playing the classic games. Um, so I'm did looking. You, I once I finish Immortals, I really want to dive into Mega Man. Did you uh, play Gutsman's level, the construct or can yeah, I guess construction robot guy? I don't think so. I played. I, I'm bad on the names. I I played the electric electricity level. Electman, I believe. Yeah. Um, they were bad and with then, the name, apparently. And then there, there was the first level that I beat is the one where you throw the thing like up in the air and it boomerangs back to you, sort of like it goes in an arc and comes back to you. Or no, maybe it doesn't come back to you; it just goes up in an arc. Cutman, my yeah, Cutman. yeah, yeah. So that was the first level I did. I beat okay. that, um, and then, and then I wasn't sure which which order to go in, so I just kind of bounce around. Yeah, that's the. That's the fun of it all, right? right. You get to figure right. out guts. I I went back and played this uh, for from the collection as well. And man, Gutsman's level is a pain in the butt because there's these three lines. They're like minecarts basically, but uh-huh. they have these spots where the yes, I was playing that one, and oh. I actually I I played that, and I got to one of those cart spots, and I just couldn't get past it. Yeah. So I stopped and started playing the Electric Man one. Um, Smart man. <laughs> I'm wondering if part of my issue with that was that I was playing in the widescreen because I figure that might yeah, mess up the it's timing. It's going to mess with you for sure. I think so, timing, pixel perfect landings, yeah. and all that. So I need that if I'm going to do one again, I need to just start over and do four by three. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, there's a couple of different ways that you can run through it too. And I'm pretty sure I ended up just using a, a a boss order because I was like, I don't want to sit here and figure this out. Right, um, and that's pretty much how I am too. I'm I don't need to sit here and try and think. Okay, here. well, rock covers cuts, <laughs> yes. covers scissors and paper covers rock. What beats guts? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get this. Right? Yeah, I I yeah. I, I played it on stream and it was awful. I don't know why anybody watched it because I I failed that that level so many times. And then of course the disappearing blocks uh, and all mm-hmm. the other stuff that is waiting for you. But Just you can Mega Man it. X. It's better. <laughs> the music at that point, pretty good. Uh, 
So you think, are you going to play through all of them then? I, mean, I, I at least want to play through two and three. I, I tend to at least try all of them. I don't know that right. I'll play through yeah. them all. Um, but I, I want to get a feel for the changes they made from game to game. And then um, I've never played Mega Man X. So. Oh, you're in for a treat then. Cause... Try those. So, so I, I could see them being games that I play, like I'll finish Mortals, maybe play um, Mega Man for a game or two, and then go back to something big. So I don't know. Nice. Fair enough. Lucas, sir, what are you playing? Uh, not much. Uh, I have been focusing, though, on more NHL with a goal in mind. Uh, I was drafted to the LA well, Kings. There's usually like two goals. <laughs> Three if you're as good as I am <laughs> with my hat trick skills. I've actually only gotten three, and I'm about a little over halfway through the season. Um, but I'm going to play. I'm going to go to the playoffs, do a playoff run with the, the LA Kings, bring them to greatness, and uh, bring home the cup. Or whatever. So I, I heard you say last time that you were, when you were talking about being drafted by the Kings, I also was drafted by the Kings. Um, it makes me wonder if they had the first pick. They had uh, the second pick. Second pick? Um, okay. And, and I did pretty well in, in like the pre-draft stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I was just drafted by them. And I've heard a lot of people have been drafted by the Kings. So I think that's a pretty common. I was, yeah. Um, that's always been kind of the case. And I've always kind of been bummed out by that, that, I mean, I guess that's how it happens in real life. If you get a good pick position, then you're probably going to get picked by uh, one of the first three, three draft picks. But yeah, it it doesn't make it feel like it's really your, your story. If everyone also gets the same team, I, I I don't know. I didn't, I didn't mind so much, but since it's from the library, I kind of had to put a, some sort of ending on the -hmm. whole thing. Uh, so that's kind of what my my goal was uh, to do, and so we're a little over halfway through the season. It's we're ridiculously stomping everybody. I mean, our win loss ratio is is a would be phenomenal in real life and probably un, unattainable, um, and maybe in the original six days or something. Um, so. I don't know. Yeah. Like from that perspective, it's starting to show its weakness when you have a lot of games that are like seven, eight goals, but there, I will say this, I have ran into a few games. Uh, I'm on the first line, so I'm getting lots of play time and everything. And for the most part, everything's just humming along the same. Um, But it has, there have been some games where we've either lost and, and like I was trying as best as I could to get things going, but it almost seems like the players weren't into the game or something like that. Uh, and we've gone to a shootout one time. So there were times like I would say for every 12 to 15 games, there's one game where it actually felt like they were putting up some sort of fight. And uh, those were the games that kind of kept me going because it, it's fun to have a blowout where you're just, you know, winning with like running away with the game, but uh, the ones that are really close are the ones that kind of get your, get your uh, motor going, so to speak, kind of make it feel like you're like, Oh, I actually have to try now. So uh, those ones have been the most fun and probably the one that went to the shootout has, has been the best. Cause that one was earlier in my career where I wasn't like top goal scorer, which really isn't hard to do if you've been playing, uh, NHL, not hard to do if you've been playing NHL as long as I have. Uh, but 
like none of that stuff has changed the fundamentals the basics the the way that you can basically get uh your computer as long as as long as your uh cpu teammates get into the the positions they're supposed to be you can toss it into the slot and for the most part they'll, they'll end up sniping pretty easily so uh so what you're saying is you challenge coach mo to a one-on-one game and you're gonna whoop his butt I totally would. Anybody wants to anybody who wants to play me in NHL 21 before I have to take it back uh, to the library. So let's let's see if coach hears this because he claims he doesn't listen anymore because we don't talk about sports games or we diss sports oh. games. Oh. Yeah, we've been talking about sports games almost every week for a while now in one fashion or another. So I think this is my third week as far as NHL alone goes. So. Right. So coach the, the gauntlet has been thrown down. Yeah. You know, watch out for Lucas his secret weapon the flying V. So I'll even pick like my home, my homeboys, the the Red Wings, who the are Red terrible. Wings. I don't know anybody on the team anymore. This has actually ignited. Sergey Fedorov, right? He still plays. <laughs> yes, no? the Russian, right? the Russian line or whatever. Uh, <laughs> what is it? The Russian four? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Um, yeah, unfortunately, that was before my time in watching uh, Thank, NHL. Thanks for making me feel old again. Yeah, sorry. Well, you are old. Uh, but yeah, it has reignited my my passion. I need to get back into the the wings and see. I know they're not a good team, but you know what? You follow your teams through the good times and the bad. I mean, the Lions, it's all been bad for as long as I've been alive for the most part, but <laughs> is it bad enough that you're wearing a Cleveland Browns hat? Yeah, exactly. I know. I don't need another team that I would be embarrassed to wear a hat of. I already have one. It's called the Lions and the Red Wings. Might have to get into like that boring sport of baseball or golf or, or oh, yeah, golf. the tigers are really tearing it up lately. <sighs> yeah. But it's still baseball at the end of the day. Nobody wants to watch it. Yeah. I'd rather watch basketball and I know nothing about basketball. So tennis. Ooh, there needs to be a good tennis game. I miss uh virtue of tennis. What if they just make tennis like volleyball? They put like six people on each side. That'd be a that'd be an interesting game. And they gave everybody swords. <laughs> well, they tried that with Mario Aces, and nobody liked it. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> For the swords part, could do um, what's that fruit game? Fruit Ninja. Fruit Ninja. Fruit Ninja. <laughs> Just play Fruit Ninja. Real life Fruit Ninja. That what I'd about? watch it. Mutant League. Uh... Sounds like that should be a Food Network series. Yes. Just here. Here's the real answer. Bring back Legends of the Hidden Temple. So okay. we can root for like the blue barracudas, Ooh, the yeah. red jaguars, Barracuda. purple parrots, silver Wasn't snakes. Wasn't there a monkey? Green monkeys. Let's do that. I like but it. With adults. Like, let's make it like Legend of the Hidden Temple, but more like American gladiators with the challenges. Ooh. Fight so with like the, the giant so like, Yeah, the temple guards will wreck you if they come, <laughs> if they catch you in this one. Not not just take a medallion. They're going to clothesline you. I like um, it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's That's... That's enough from us, guys. It's time to hear from you. So let's check out the messages. Message for you, sir. Because things aren't ridiculous enough, we have two questions here this week. Number one comes from Garrett, which stemmed from a earlier argument in our Discord. Blue cheese or ranch? Let's settle this. That's it. That's his question. So, Seth, let's let's start with you. Both are gross. Ooh. Oh, wasn't expecting that take. Wow. Yeah. Why? Okay. Because I'm from Ohio. You just figured I'd like ranch. No, I figured everyone has a side to that. <laughs> no, Italian. You dip your like buffalo wings in Italian dressing. No, 
<laughs> you don't need. <laughs> I don't dip my buffalo wings in anything. Okay. They already have salt. The sauce. That's what the sauce okay. is for. Okay. I'm Speaking just... of, of buffalo wings, I'm looking forward to um, making some hot or some chicken wings in my foodie mm-hmm. air fryer. I haven't that done that works yet. Good. My wife does it. She. I need really, to do it. Her and the kids love it. Yeah. Nice. Lucas. And I will not dip them in ranch or blue cheese. I uh isn't it bleh cheese? Isn't it supposed to be bleh? Oh, you're right. I misspelled it. Well, actually, I think Garrett misspelled it because I just well, oh. this this blue cheese blue. is from Tatooine. Oh, like made of the, the famous blue milk. Yeah, that's gross. I had it. It's terrible. Blue in, milk. Or blue cheese. They had the blue milk and green milk in Disney at okay. the Galaxy's Edge, and I had them both. How do you mess up blue milk? It's not just, good. They try. They make it tropical. Does it's it taste like blueberry? Tropical? No. Oh. It's See, like kiwi pineapple or some weird oh, thing like that. Gross. It's gross. Hmm. Yeah. You can't do citrus. Like, that's yeah. like the wrong fruit to make into a milk. Yeah. You want sweet fruits, not citrusy fruits. I, guess. I don't know what a kiwi, if it's considered citrus. But no, it's I, more I, sweet. But either way, it was like all, they, they were both tropical themed. One was better than the other. I forget which one. Was. I'll tell you yeah. what. I'll yeah. tell you what, brother. I've never heard of anything kiwi milk. Mm, no. Stop it. Well, it's not really milk. From New yeah. Zealand, right? You could milk a kiwi bird. Right? The little kiwis. <laughs> ranch. And you know what? Not even like I wasn't a ranch per I wasn't an either person for a long time. I never even really went to Buffalo Wild Wings where uh they ask you this all Buffalo important. Buffalo yep. Wild Wings is overrated. You're overrated. The wings are too small. They are small. Need more like, meat on the bone. They're also like well, and I get the the boneless ones. Not that I, I've grown to That's not a real chicken wing. I know, I know, I know. I, I agree with you. I have come to appreciate. But it's easier to eat. Exactly, exactly. Less work, more meat. I'm, always, I'm already always the last person to eat to be done eating anyway because I eat slow. So why slow it down even any further? Um, but like now, ranch with pizza and all that stuff, like it's it's too much. So I just leave the ranch for the the wings. And sometimes I will I will go with the ranch, but I w- I would be willing to try the blue cheese. I just don't want to make the mistake where you're like, let's be you know adventurous and try so, the thing I never tried before. You don't then- you don't want blue? I I just had a a buffalo chicken wrap yesterday okay. or the day okay. before, I forget, and it had blue cheese crumbles on it. Not good. It's just it's not a natural thing. It's quite a pungent know. flavor, isn't but it, it? is yeah. natural. That's how blue cheese is made. Yeah, but it's not literally natural. natural. Ranch is not natural. <laughs> what is ranch? It's, it's like uh, mayonnaise with garlic it's, and it's dill. Thin, yeah. It's thin veggie dip is what it is. They just take veggie dip. It is it is watered down veggie dip. I also don't like veggie dip. So I'm in the camp of both. But wow. if I have to pick one, it's always blue cheese for me. Whoa. I like the funk. I like the tanginess of it. When you com- when you compile it, compound it, if you will, with buffalo or really anything, you have like a good um, bacon blue burger or something like that. Like I just love the blue cheese crumbles on there tonight for dinner. As a matter of fact, go with me here, everybody, especially you, Lucas, because we got to talk food. I'm coming with you. Chicken breast. OK, I'm a breast man. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Oh, I, chicken I breast. I told you to keep your hands. That to is before. exotic. Um, <laughs> tell you. But the over, so, so first thing you do, you take some green beans and some. Cherry or grape tomatoes, if you will. Put them in the bottom of a roasting pan. Bake them. Ten minutes. Okay. Now you're adding chicken breast on top of that, on top of your bed. You made a nice little nectar bed for your chicken breast. I got to lay in it. Throw it on top of there. Okay. Baking crumbles. Okay. 
you're seasoning, of course, on your chicken before you put in. That's, that goes without saying. Please, season your chicken, people. Good. Then, buffalo. So you're having buffalo chicken breast with bacon. And all just oozes together. And keep in mind, all the juices are going down through the chicken right. and into the veggies underneath. It's like your, it's like natural chicken stock right there. Exactly. Then some blue cheese crumbles and you melt that in. And that funk goes right through everything in there. So buffalo, bacon, blue, chicken breast. It was fantabulous. Fantabulous. I would try it if you would make it for me. How about that? Well, you know, if we had this house party thing, if COVID didn't come along and ruin everything. <laughs> if, you show, if you showed up with your food ninja foodie. I didn't do the foodie. That was all that was that was in the oven. So I didn't even use the foodie for that one. What is an oven? That thing that's underneath your stovetop that you make your mac and cheese in on. The microwave? Oh, <laughs> easy mac, sorry. <laughs> oh man. Did you I used to do Easy Mac all the time when I was in high school and didn't realize That's not good. How gross it was. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Hey, good. kids love it though, and it's they do. Yeah, but my but my kids actually prefer like the stove top Mac versus the the easy oh, yeah. Mac. They'll, because they'll they eat Easy Mac, but it's like only if they don't feel like going through the effort of making mac and cheese, as if that's really a hard thing to do. But you know, I don't know. I think we learned that Easy Mac sucks, is what we yeah. learned. So yeah. that's the answer, Garrett. Not Easy Mac. Yeah, that's you got three answer, three different I, answers. I would yeah. probably um, mix up ranch in my Easy Mac if I had to eat Easy Mac. That might make it taste better. No. I'm surprised that doesn't exist, actually. I'm sure that people do it. Oh, I'm sure people do it, too. I've seen people use ketchup in mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. Ketchup, that's a, that's a normal thing. Peanut butter in your mac Not and cheese. Not by me. <laughs> Peanut butter in your mac and cheese. <laughs> so thank you, Garrett. Next question comes over from Nick Fahaba. Imagine you have $1,000 that you have to spend on a single frivolous piece of tech that you don't need and normally would never buy. What is that one item, and why would it be a GPD Win 3? Well, it wouldn't. I had to look up what the GPD Win 3 I did was. So. That's the computer switch, one of those switch ripoff things, yeah, right? Exactly, but it runs Windows. Um, Sorry. So, Lucas, yeah. what would be um, your frivolous purchase? Well, I wouldn't normally buy this just because it would be so frivolous, but it may, it's it's right up my alley, so I don't think anybody will be surprised. But uh, since I'm now wireless with the VR uh, Quest 2, they make these uh, um, treadmills where you basically stand still, but you can walk in all different directions. Mm -hmm. I don't know how expensive they are, but I imagine they're probably not cheap. And that would be one of the first things that I'd be like. I'm going to get so much exercise out of this. I got (laughs) to actually walk all of Skyrim now. Can you imagine how fit I'm going to be? You know. Meanwhile, I could just go walk outside, but who wants to do that? Just walk yeah. outside wearing your quest. You live in Michigan. It's true. We only got four good walking on. Uh, yeah. What, you can't go walking down eight plus, miles? Plus the crime. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to go walking. Uh, there you have yeah, no, that's a, that's a good one. I was I was trying to think because I, I trying to think of frivolous that I wouldn't normally buy. I mean, that's really anything because I wouldn't normally buy anything because I'm cheap, <laughs> but I was trying to think of something that I absolutely like would never need. And only if I had like tons of money and, and lived life like that, I could just throw things at, at money. I was trying to think of what I would do. And a VR headset came to mind because mm-hmm. I had always wanted to try it, but I'm not sure how much I'd use it. So it would really have to be like, I have money, so let's just get this. And if I use it a couple times, whatever, you know, that type of mentality. So I'd probably want to get a good VR headset. Uh, and then with whatever money I had left over, because I don't think I'd spend a full thousand on it, I would get one of those Razer 
RGB face masks because I mean I just figured <laughs> that's part of normal life now and I, I like them. They were cool. Can you sound like somebody from Star Wars when you because it's supposed yeah. to project voice? Oh yeah, right? I want it to be like the Mandalorian. Like I want to sound like that. Who doesn't? I mean, really, it's true. Or like a stormtrooper, Kylo Ren. Like let's just flip through all those. I don't want the Darth Vader. Like give me one of the more modern ones. I'm cool yeah. with that. There you go. I like it. So Seth, what would you splurge on? Uh, I I was going the uh, VR headset mm-hmm. way also. That's also just just like you. I'm I'm half afraid that. I'm going to try VR and not be able to stomach it. Sure. So the idea of spending whatever it is on it doesn't matter without knowing if I can stomach it. Plus, I just don't. I mean, half the time I game with with headphones on anyway, but one headphone is off just so I can hear what's going on in the house. So so gaming with a VR headset would not uh, be super practical, but. But if I just had, if I was given a thousand dollars and to try one tech thing I haven't tried, that would be it. For sure. Uh, VR is dead, you guys. Though, no, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, all these games keep coming out with a VR mode for some reason. So yeah. I, I guess might as well get the benefit of that. <laughs> I think I think that you we all proved that it's here to stay, and now Apple's getting in the game. So I mean, Apple's they, doing a VR. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. weird too. Well, they they said like flat out that they're doing a VR, but the end game is to have augmented reality glasses instead. So they're like, doing so it. You're back- already saying like you you don't really care about VR. You want to get to the next thing, you know, AR. Yeah. Okay. They're building the Ferrari, and then they're going to build like the minivan after. Yeah, it's really weird approach. <laughs> right. And I'm like, Google's been doing glasses for like five years, guys. Like <laughs> Apple's like coming out like this is something new. And I don't know, the VR thing makes more sense to me. Isn't that Apple. basically what Apple does? They take something that's already there and then generally makes a better version of it. To an usually. extent. Yeah, usually. Like, I mean, like the invention of the iPhone was an enhancement of smartphones for sure. Right. And then now if you, you know, don't get me wrong, people love iPhones. And I'm not going to turn it into an iPhone pissing match, but it's hard to argue that the iPhone is the most technologically superior device now at this point. It's really no, not. No. They're they're picking up things that have been out for years well after that now at this point. But they did revolutionize that. MP3 players, that was their thing. Like they, they really made that into what it was. But lately they haven't really been pushing those boundaries. Like Apple TV, I still don't think is anything anywhere near comparison to all the other devices that are out there that do the same type of thing. So I'm afraid VR really isn't gonna be the same thing either. Like I don't I don't know where they would go with it. Well, and they they used to make things attainable for people who were less yeah. uh, inclined to computers and stuff like that. But now because of the price limitation that with the way that they're doing this and how expensive it's going to be, I'm not really sure who's going to buy this except yeah. for Apple enthusiasts, right. which also cross over into VR. I don't think that's right. a very I think it's gonna be a really small market. Like, which I think they're prepared for. They did say they plan on they'll probably sell one per day or something, something ridiculous <laughs> like that. But it's a it's an I mean whatever it's an odd it's an odd way to go about it for sure. I think we we all kind of agree there. I'd be so. interested to see what they do to in, try and innovate. If they're really going to do anything different, or is it just going to be I, their version of everything that's already out there? You know? I think they're going to regret that cloth exterior. Everybody already yeah. all went away from that, and it's white. So I think so. Oh, it's even apple. worse. Got to be white. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, what do yeah, we know? That's true. 
not much. We've proven that on this show for sure. Uh, so thank you everybody for sending in those questions. Uh, as a reminder, as always, you can hit us up in the Discord and let us know. We'll ask the day of recording normally. Or you can tweet at us at PSVG or at PSVG Kevin, and we'll have it added to the docket. As you can tell, no question is too silly for us. We've proven that week in and week out, and we thank you for it. But it's been a week. In fact, it's been two, Lucas. So let's jump into the news of the week. I'm Commander Shepard. And this is my favorite news outlet on the Citadel. So I have a theme going with my news, Lucas. Um, oh, I wonder what around the be. same topic. Uh, yeah. I had a different one. I had the Fortnite leak in there, but that actually came out. So there's no point in recording that. Like, hey, guys, there's a rumor the Terminator skins coming to Fortnite. <laughs> like, no, nope, it's there. What? No way, dude. And then by the time this episode releases on Monday, people have already had it for like four days. So um, <laughs> no point in talking about that. But uh, I'll go first, Lucas, with just one piece of my story, even though they're all themed. Uh, sure. Obviously, Capcom had their Resident Evil event this evening uh, a little bit later in the day than normally other people run with their events to talk about the Resident Evil Village game, obviously, and some other announcements to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Resident Evil as a whole. So first bit of news here, and arguably the biggest part, is that they did announce you know, the release date for Resident Evil Village, which is going to be May 7th of this year. Uh, so not that far away, honestly. And no. it's coming to PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox One, the Xbox series of consoles, and Steam all on May 7th. So that's pretty big news, I guess, ambitious news. Uh, yeah. They hadn't confirmed that it was going to be on both next-gen and last-gen consoles, so this is the first confirmation of them doing that, and it's coming to PC and Steam the same day. Uh, we don't always see that happen with big titles being released on the platforms all at once, so this is kind of cool to see. Um, obviously, Switch, it's not getting at least... You know, not right now for sure. Uh, and they released a uh, Resident Evil Village trailer, uh, which honestly looked pretty darn cool. We've seen a little bit of it before. Um, obviously, like Resident Evil 7, if you haven't played 7, folks, I know they did the remake of 2 and 3 in the last couple of years, but this is continuing off of 7. Uh, First-person perspective, so different than that tank controls, top-down approach. Um, they have a merchant again. It's very reminiscent of Resident Evil 4 when you see it with Leon, where he had like the, the, the cult that he fought. Um, it's there, um, and the inventory system is similar to actually Resident Evil 4, but it continues on with the character from Resident Evil 7 uh, kind of stumbling his way into this village, which involves vampires and zombies and werewolves and all sorts of just crazy stuff. But visually, it looks good. Uh, looks tight. They did show some um, gameplay footage as well, so other things besides the trailer for everybody that you know hates when they release the trailer and goes, yeah, but what's the game going to look like? They, <laughs> they showed you, so it's out there. Uh, and then announced during that showcase uh, that a new demo was coming uh, exclusive to the PS5. It was released right away, uh, and it was a demo stars a character known as the Maiden, who we don't know much about, and we'll focus on puzzles. So it's a non-combat uh, demo. They stated that right out the front. Um, so it's live. It's out there. Four gig download for anybody that happens to have a PS5. Uh, not really a wide audience, I think, for right now uh, due to availability. But, yeah, it's out there if you want to go play it. Resident Evil The Village. Uh, demo out now now uh with that character the maiden is she an iron maiden or does she I, I run i don't know from my understanding this is her maiden voyage in the resident evil series <laughs> put that on tiktok was, was she made in america Ooh. no this doesn't take place in america i don't think where does it take place i think europe yeah that looks european all yeah, of europe 
all of Europe, the whole thing. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really big game, guys. Uh, Does no, it take place in the past? I don't no. know anything about Resident Evil. No, Resident Evil is modern. It's all modern. Okay. I mean, I, I know about like classic Resident Evil, but it's been a yeah. while. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm excited for it's it. I'm in on this while. one. This will be a day one purchase for me, I think, because I enjoyed Resident Evil 7 a lot. Um, I know a lot I of people slept on it. Yeah, I was, I was about to ask, Lucas, did you ever play it? You have it, don't you? Or you're I have for it. VR or something? I, I, don't have, know. I bought it to play it in VR. And then, I don't know, because of that, I'm kind of, because it's on Game Pass too. But because yeah. of that, I've been hesitant to like, all right, I got to sit down and figure out how to get this to run in VR because they never added PC native That's VR. That's right. That's right. I knew there was some reason. And but so, even if you can't play in VR, it's super good. VR might actually be too scary because this game did <laughs> creep me out. And people have been talking in the Discord all day. Josh couldn't play it because it creeped him out too much. So, oh man, maybe I yeah. should check it out first. It's, it's I, an intense game. I have that. I've played you should some. Do, you should get a camera on you and make it like that green, like a night vision camera. <laughs> like Outlast. Just put yeah. it on the Outlast filter. Yeah. It's very much Outlast like. Um, except you can defend yourself to an extent at certain points, but yeah, it's it's on that same creep level, uh, but looked better than Outlast, at least the first one. Um, that doesn't yeah. much. <laughs> it, it, yeah, well, that's true. Uh, but it, I mean, all this news is making me want to go back and play seven again because it's been a while. Uh, and having played two, two and three in the meantime, which both were really good, the remasters, but it's not the same style of game, and neither were really scary. Where this was a scary game, but yeah, that's nice. all I got for the first one, Lucas. What do you got? Uh, are you jealous of all the other kids with their pumped up kicks? <laughs> Do you know what that song is about? Yeah, killing other people in school. That yeah. is a disturbing song. It's okay. Music, though. It doesn't mean... No, no. <laughs> Lyrics have never changed anyone's ideals uh, on anything. Uh, I mean, well, today anyway, was a good day, though, so... You better run, better run, and get your RTX 380 sneakers? What? Uh, yeah, so apparently for those, this is kind of a theme that we've talked about where nobody can get a graphics card for their computer. But apparently what you can do is uh, get these Artifact Studios, uh, which is a company that makes apparently, quote, virtual and physical next-gen collectible sneakers for the best esports, gaming, and entertainment celebrities. All right. Um, who, who those people are, I don't know. I mean, if you remove the actual RTX part, it ain't that bad. <laughs> no, no, actually. So, so they teamed up with NZXT, which uh, they make uh, yeah. um, cases and AIOs, uh, water cooler stuff, bunch of computer stuff. Um, they teamed up with them to make uh, this this sneaker, and you're right. It, it's almost like a low cuff boot, like an ankle boot. But then it's got. If it wasn't for the sole of the RTX, yeah. 380 it actually would look pretty cool yeah i'd actually like it it's it's very the shape of it and even the color and kind of design of it not take away the purple and stuff but it's very reminiscent of the self-lacing nikes from back to the future (laughs) yes yeah it has that kind of um industrial the chunkiness of it too like plastic yeah 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 yeah. i'd rock them i mean who knows if you can actually walk in these i bet if you did take off the graphics card quote unquote i mean really it's just a fan and you, then the, you think it helps keep your feet cold your i was gonna say does cool? it kick in if you start do you heat? i mean you <laughs> you have sweaty feet do i have sweaty feet yeah mine yeah. are mine yeah. are ice so cold. it sounds like yeah. you should get these shoes hmm. well maybe yeah i probably hmm. would what would a um a series x shoe look like clogs because <laughs> it's, it's got a bigger block like right <laughs> 
You'd be like Roblox shoes. I don't know, like <laughs> Minecraft shoes. Well, they don't have feet in Minecraft, do they? They just have legs, stumps. Well, maybe that's what they would make your feet look like. Those. Yeah, just Lady Gaga would wear those. Run around it with stumps. <laughs> clomp, 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 clomp everywhere you walk. <laughs> maybe it's a. Maybe it's only it's a peg leg. It's Ooh. a pirate pirate I- um, exclusive. So you're saying exclusive you're, to pirates or <laughs> yes, it's that's a exclusive. really small target audience there. <laughs> that's, that's worse than the, uh, than the RTX shoes. Like who's the audience for that? Hey, it'll probably pirates. outsell the Apple VR unit. That, oh, <laughs> Fair enough. That's true. Um, all right. Also announced at the resident evil event, uh, Capcom announces the next multiplayer game. It's a shooter called resident evil reverse because everything it, has to be that it, way. Yeah. Um, it is a six versus six. Um, sorry, you could be up to four, four to six players in teams versus each other. Um, so similar to like Rogue Company and things of that nature, uh, where it will mash up uh, characters from across the franchise. Uh, it has a different uh, outlook, uh, visual look. It's more comic booky, a little bit cel shading around the outsides, the darker outlines. Uh, features playable characters include Leon Kennedy, Jill Valentine, Chris Redfield. Um, Press release goes into better detail than what the trailer showed. The trailer is pretty cool, though. Um, that the it will feature matches between teams of four to six players. That each character will have their own unique skills. So think like Overwatch or again, Rogue Company has this as well. Uh, but when a player dies, they'll be able to come back as bioweapons, like Nemesis William Burke and, and Jack Baker, who was the villain from uh, Resident Evil Seven. So it gives you kind of that twist of like once you're eliminated, you still come back as something else, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and it will be free to play with the purchase of Resident Evil Village. So hmm. a little cool add-on, a little something extra for fans of that. Uh, I forget what the name of their last one was that came out um, that was almost like Dead by Daylight. Is that the um, Umbrella or Raccoon City, Operation Raccoon City? Or Yeah, they had Umbrella Corpse and then that one. and No, what was it? Um, I need to look it up. Umbrella Corpse was something different, I thought. Shoot, I cannot find it. I can't remember what the name of it was. Didn't exist. No, it definitely did. <laughs> you made it up. This annoys me now because I can't think of what it is. I'm gonna have to look it up when you're doing your next your next story. But yeah. there was a game where you you had one person was the game master and they trapped all human characters in a room. Oh, okay. and <clears throat> that person would be able to control traps and zombies and direct them where they were going to go, while all the players had to work together to get the keys, get through, and escape the area. So much like Dead by Daylight. So basically, Resident Evil saw. Yeah, exactly. That's Edition. exactly what it was. Yeah. And then eventually, like, as time started getting down, that person would actually leave the room, come after you, and it would be more like Nemesis or Mr. X and be like the big hulking thing. But you'd have to try and defend yourself and upgrade your characters through each level to continue on going through this to escape uh, the traps that like the master was doing and putting you through there. And it was a really cool, neat little thing. Uh, I put in some time into it. Not a ton, but I did play it enough that I'm like, this is cool that they did this. Resistance? So I take this as something. Resistance? That might be it. Resistance. That sounds yeah. that sounds more like a Resident Evil or Resist. I think so. Yep, that's it. Resident Evil Resistance. Thank you, Lucas. You're um, So yes, that's that's exactly what it was. It was one versus four asymmetric online survival horror experience in the world of Resident Evil Three. It came with Resident Evil Three. That's what it was. Uh, so the last game was released. So it was like this cool little spin-off thing that was there. It was free to play. Um, you could spend money to unlock different things in there if you wanted to, but they didn't like force it on you. It was all cosmetic stuff. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was just something neat that they put that extra thing into it. So I see this uh, reverse as being a similar type of experience. It would definitely be something fun to play once maybe you beat the game. It's something to keep you in that that universe until the next game comes out. Yeah. So I'm certainly not poo-pooing on it. Uh, we don't have too much info on it, but it looks well, pretty cool. 
ultimately, if if you're interested in Resident Evil, it comes free with mm-hmm. the next game. So it's exactly. not like it's a I'm, might as well try it. Exactly. It reminds me of um, was it Mass Effect two or three that had that awesome multiplayer? Three, three. yeah, yeah. It was like surprisingly good. That and- was more of like a, a horde mode. It wasn't yeah. PvP really. It was it was more PVE, um, as far as I remember. As I say, I I played it a little bit, but I don't yeah. remember. It was, but it was good. I yeah, I remember it being it. very good too. Yeah, better than it had any right to be. Yeah. Exactly, and I think this is the same, th- similar in my mind. The same thing is like this could be better than it than it should be really. But they acknowledge the fact really that it shouldn't be its own game. Like, hey, let's not try and release this to sixty dollars. Like they didn't do it with Resistance. They're not going to do it with this. So it's like they know their limits, but they're giving fans something else to look forward to besides the base game to keep you coming back. It's that yep. end game content really without being directly in that game. You know. I guess that's the luxury you get afforded when you have a an engine that you make that yeah. you can work in and don't have to keep like building off from a new engine every time because you don't have your own. You can spend time doing other things like this. It's almost like a tradition now that, that they just that's offer multiplayer mode. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, all they're taking is the assets that they have been in the games that they just did the Resident Evil 2 remake, the Resident Evil 3 remake. They're just taking those assets yeah. and putting them in this game. So it's like, okay, why not? You know, it works. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, guess what? Chicken butt. Well, no, chicken breasts. We already talked about that. Oh. Um, Gabe Newell, you know, he's uh, trapped over in New Zealand. Speaking of New Zealand, did you know that? He's trapped? Why is he trapped? He, uh, because once they banned flying for uh, the, he was there on holiday after the release of uh, Alex. Life, Alex, yeah. And uh, he got trapped there because they, Banned flying after uh, COVID. Oh my God. So even all this. Wow. Yeah. He's still there. Um, Which he said he's actually really enjoying. I think was last I heard. I guess I just live here now. I, uh, if I could be anywhere on the planet right now, that uh, wouldn't be a bad place to be. Well, I mean, they, they got it all figured out. They do. They good on them because we don't know what we're doing here. But anyways, um, well, he says they've got more games coming out. Hmm. Which is kind of exciting because they really, I mean, they kind of focused on Steam for a while and they sort of started doing Portal again and then Half-Life Alex. Uh, quote, he says, we definitely have games in development that we're going to be announcing. It's fun to ship games. I guess you can just <laughs> like heard it about it if you, you know, make millions of dollars. Uh, but this was what was interesting. He also said... Alex was great to be back doing single player games that created a lot of momentum inside of the company to do more of that. Mm. So it has me excited that maybe we'll see not half-life three, cause that's never going to happen, but uh, you know, something single player. That's not just multiplayer uh, centric something single player. That's not just multiplayer, not just multiplayer. It's single player. And it's not multiplayer. So it be a four versus four or a six versus six. No, no, it's going to be a one versus so battle how, royale. How many players would it be? Um, well, are you allowed to be married? Well, if you plant a seed, it, will it grow into a tree if you come back in five years? These are the things I need to know. <laughs> I don't know, but I do know one thing. They're not going to be multiplayer games. They're going to be single player games. And what that means is that's only one player. And that means more story and less bang bang shooty. You want multiplayer, you go to Resident Evil. They're known for multiplayer. <laughs> I've never played a Half Life game. Um, I have played the Portal games. Those are great. Well, 
you know, they have the Black Mesa uh, remake. You could go back and play Half-Life that way. It's actually pretty good. I don't know what it is. Is it on Xbox? So, uh, no. Well, no, it's just on computer. Well, why do I even have an Xbox? Because I can't play Donnie, Black Donnie made you buy Mesa. Game Pass. Yeah. Listen. Worst decision ever. Here's what you do. You go get Black Mesa on your nearest personal computer. I have a Mac. All right, never mind. <laughs> just, just throw it away. <laughs> I'm going to buy an RTX 80 shoe horn handheld switch console with my $1,000. There you go. And you can play Black Mesa. I can play Black Mesa. Single player game, not multiplayer. Okay. And you'll go, wow, this is an old game. Why is anybody <laughs> like this? <laughs> so there you go. Anyway, that's exciting. I'm excited for it, I guess. Because uh, I guess <laughs> yeah, you sound. I'm excited for it. I guess. Well, I, I feel like I'm the only one. I thought this was pretty so. So how is Gabe Newell? Is he like when it, when you're thinking of who developed? Is he like the lead developer or producer or whatever of the Half Life series? I don't really know anymore. Or like he's, is he the Shigeru? Like the Bill Gates of Miyamoto of Half Life. Wow. He's or, like he's like the George Lucas of yeah, or the Mister Moneybags. Is yeah. That, I mean, he says, yes, he says yay or nay, but he also has the money. Yeah, I think okay. he's kind of like the the end all be all. From what I understand, I, I did some light reading a while ago. Is he Gandalf or Saruman? Uh, probably Gandalf, but just because, you know, Saruman. Is he one person or is he multiple? <laughs> <laughs> Does he have couch co-op? That's what I need to know. Um so I don't know. From what I understand, he sees everything that is being made. But they have this policy where people can just try stuff, I guess. Yeah. So he's itself. omnipresent. Yeah, basically. He's got his fingers in all of the pies. And eventually some of those pies, which will be single player, uh, get released. And hopefully, I don't know, we see some good games on the caliber of Half-Life, but don't necessarily have to be Half-Life. Do you think they I mean, could do a game based off of American Pie? <laughs> He'd put his finger right in it. Um, I mean, there's been talk. There's been talk. The song, not the movie. Yeah, well, obviously. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Um, the movie. I know there was talk sense. about it before that they were considering. You could have a band camp level. Use the. Fl- okay. Anyways. Patreon.com slash American Pie. Um, that's on his OnlyFans. Um, I remember before they were talking about doing like Half-Life Alex and trying to do it outside of VR. Weren't they working on trying to work on something uh, like making that? Yeah. I think somebody deep in valve was like, I'm going to try this. And they're like, okay, cool. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I think if they do stuff like that, even if it's not Half-Life three, but maybe other things inside the Half-Life universe, I would be more excited for it. I mean, when you think of like valve makes great stuff, so I'm not, I'm not poo pooing that by any means, but I feel like if it's original IP, I feel like people aren't going to be anywhere near as excited unless it's a portal or it's a half-life. That's going to be the stuff that gets people well, excited. Like, they stopped making games for a long time. Right. It was like, and then there was this like, okay, half-life three is next. And then it never came and never came. And then they didn't finish half-life two with the episodes. Yep. So I think there is some lost good, like some goodwill that was lost there, but totally. maybe they'll come back because from what I understand, they were basically like, we don't need to make games. Why would we make games? Because we have Steam now and we make money there. So why even bother? But this makes me hopeful that maybe they'll start churning out some games and, and maybe doing some stuff that we haven't seen before. You know what I mean? Not now, If they do, and I guess since you're 
since you're a PC gamer, may not matter to you. But if they do make games, do you think they'll be Steam exclusive or they'll come to console? Or Well, they brought like the orange box to console yeah. and stuff. I think they've gotten a little bit wiser about that. And mm-hmm. maybe not maybe not to everything, but at least like I would think Xbox or something like that. Yeah. Uh and probably PS5. But I I wouldn't be surprised if the first game was only out on PC and then on console later or something like that. Yeah. Again, I don't don't even know. Yeah. Half-Life Alex, but before that, what was the last game they released? Portal Portal 2 probably. Portal 2. Yeah. So that's a pretty big gap right there. Um, But that all came to uh, consoles Mm -hmm. eventually. So there's hope. I think if they're smart, that's what they'll do. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. If they're smart. Well, it's all about the Benjamins, baby. I feel like they are pretty smart. Um, like Homer Simpson smart or <laughs> no, like SMRT? I was, I was waiting for the, I'm like the, they made Dota underlords. Yeah, that's true. They and made artifact. I don't know what artifact. That, it's a digital one. collectible card game based on. Oh Dota yeah. No, 2. that didn't do well. That's the one they closed because it yeah. wasn't doing hey, well. That's on Mac. Are you saying it's not on it's Mac anymore? Not anymore. No, they shut that <laughs> thing down. I think they're planning on returning to it, but they had like to, we talked about it. They had to, um, would you say that it's return of the Mac? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> the problem is, this is a multiplayer game, and we don't need any more of those. So they, they've had a lot of games since Portal Two: Counter Strike, Global Offensive, Dota it's all Two. PC stuff though, but a lot of it weren't full games. And they've been in constant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Been around forever. Dota. Huh? Anyways, so yeah, Gabe Newell is making more games. Okay. Maybe it's fun. It's fun. Oh, I forgot that Valve bought Campo Santo, and basically Campo Santo has been doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. they were supposed to have that in the Valley of Gods game. Yes, which right. Well, maybe that'll be one. Maybe they're. I don't think they're doing that anymore. (laughs) Maybe think they ruined that company. Are you saying they're EA? They just buy companies and Uh, kill them. Apparently, (laughs) you're part of Valve now. Speaking of killing things. Last story to come out of the Resident Evil thing. There's a crossover event coming. Now, what could possibly be crossing over with the Capcom game, Kevin, you might ask? Mega Man. Well, no. Resident Evil's crossing over with The Division 2. Okay. That's not made by Capcom. No. But, but yeah. Okay. Well, I guess it's, I mean, eh, they each have guns. That's true. But I mean, hey, I'm excited for this. So first off, let's let's rewind a little bit. As I happened to pick up the Division 2's DLC this past week uh, on the Xbox because it was like severely marked. I was like eight bucks for the the Warlords of New York, whatever it is, like eight oh, bucks yeah. for the DLC, which everyone loved. So I'm like, great, I'm going back to Division 2 because I've been looking for something to play because uh, I'm getting burnt out from the um, the old Summer and Mara and Fire. Not even that, but it's like um, Fortnite. The, Assassin's Creed, like those types of games, they're just yeah. too big. I want something a little bit smaller. Division 2 is big too, but it's at least a little more focused. But if you play the game at any point ver- uh, from February 2nd till the 15th, uh, there's a cosmetic event where you will get a Leon S. Kennedy police outfit inspired by his uniform and seen in Resident Evil 2. So uh, okay. we'll totally rock that in the Division. <laughs> okay. You and everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm still playing Division Two, but I yeah. think this would make more sense if I felt like they've been doing this as much as Fortnite does, or even half as much, because I don't think they've ever had any like crossover event or promotional type thing in Division Two, have they? I um, feel like they tried to take it too seriously and were like, "That would never 
fly in our game? Um, I'm trying to think. I thought they did something before, but I could be thinking of a different game. Um, is, the, is the Division 2 the one that takes place in DC? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Isn't there like a some image of the Capitol burning or... Oh, yeah. It's like that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The, your, your headquarters is inside the White House. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like, it's all like torn to hell and everything like that. So hmm. just like it is now. Might like uh, hit a little close to home. No one was there to open the door for him either. So I didn't see the Diet Coke button while I was in there. They should add that. That should be an Easter egg in there. <laughs> Just the Diet Coke button on the desk. <laughs> um, button. Yeah, I don't see any other division crossovers. So, so yeah, what you're saying, in essence, is I was right. It's just weird because it's Ubisoft and Capcom. Like I don't. It... Maybe Ubisoft is buying Capcom, and then PlayStation's going to buy Ubisoft. And then, well, no, because remember the the rumor is that Ubisoft is going to come to Game Pass. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. I don't know. Hmm. PlayStation is going to buy Capcom, and Ubisoft is going to buy PlayStation, and then Ubisoft is going to go into Game Pass. And then Nintendo buys them all because they have more cash than everyone else. Well, I feel like Capcom kind of just sided with PlayStation after the PS One came out, anyways, because they were yeah. like Nintendo. Uh, yeah, you're right. That's true. Back in my day, we only had one platform, and that was Nintendo. Everything uh, Capcom did was on was Nintendo. Pong. God. Bong? Pong. Bong? Pong? Bong and Pong. Bong Pong? Lucas, let's bring it at home. What else you got? I'm going to bring it home. Uh, so here, <laughs> good timing. How about a serious story? Um, so Valve, Capcom, this actually came up on my news feed which isn't very video game related most of the time. Um, and I saw it and I was like, ooh, I should probably talk about this. Valve, Capcom, speaking of, Bethesda, fined $9.4 million by EU for geoblocking. Okay? What is geoblocking? Well, geoblocking is the practice in which a platform holder like Steam forces users in one country to pay the set video game price for only that country instead of allowing them to purchase the game somewhere else within Europe where it might be cheaper. So for us in the States, that'd be like me not being able to buy a game in Ohio because it's cheaper there and bringing it back to good old Michigan. So... Uh, the European Commission has fined Valve, Capcom, Bandai Namco, Focus Home Interactive, Coke, Coach Media, Koch Media, and ZeniMax, a combined 7.8 million or about 9.4 million U.S. dollars, because I don't recognize the euro, uh, over the practice of geoblocking. So this breaks European Union antitrust rules. Now, here's the interesting part. So the five publishers have agreed to cooperate with the commission and saw a reduced fine, whereas Valve was like, nah, I don't think we're going to do that and chose not to cooperate and was fined almost $2 million. I don't even know why you wouldn't cooperate. Like, how can you just choose? Like, are they just going to continually be fined then? Maybe. I mean, so I'm confused here. So your example was kind of on point here. But these are different countries. Yeah. And this is digital. Right. So I can't hop on to the Steam store here and purchase my digital game from Russia. Yeah. So, and I don't know why I would think I, I could. Now, keeping in mind that whatever the, the dollar is worth, if it's worth more in some countries or less in some countries, like, yeah, I can manipulate the market and maybe find the best deal. 
but I wouldn't expect to even be able to. Like, it's not like I'm going there and it's like, it's not the MSRP price and somebody's charging over MSRP or something like that. This is a digital platform and I can't purchase stuff from other countries because it's digital. You just get well, it from where you're buying you it. You can, like, sort of. You can, like, on the eShop, you could go on the uh, Japanese store yeah, or like, the EU store. But sure. that's that's different than being yeah. in England and getting on the France store, I guess. That's I what I mean. Know. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. understand why it's a big deal to be honest now i would say the argument should be more that the prices should be the same set like if it's on sale in america it's on sale in europe and uk and you know asia like that i could see if, if the pricing had to be unilateral i get that but it's like i i don't i don't see what's why it's different there i wouldn't expect to be like i live in france i'm gonna buy the version of this game from spain well it might have something maybe it has something to do with uh like local holidays and stuff and like the way that things go on sale there versus here or something like that or in different countries where things i mean i don't know i have no clue but maybe things go on sale at different times i don't even know how any of that stuff is determined yeah apparently it doesn't matter because if they have antitrust rules then i guess they're not allowed to do it anyways but then but then valve was like hey too bad <laughs> so I guess it's just so it's just Europe, yeah. European Union antitrust rules. So I guess I, I guess maybe. I mean, like you said, I don't really know how this works. I mean, okay, so assume Steam. So you boot up Steam. I don't know how I would buy from a different country, anyways. And like, if I buy something on like eBay from London, and I live in London, shipping charges are going to be cheaper. But if I buy something on eBay and I live in London and I buy it from Spain, I'm going to pay more for shipping. It's a physical item. I just don't understand how they have control over a digital item. Like you said, how do I purchase it? Do I go to, to valve.spain.com? Like, I don't I don't know how that works. Like, it just seems really weird. Oh, it oh. said, oh, go ahead. No, it was just, it could be something that we would understand if we were in Europe. You know, yeah. maybe it's just something that we, we don't have whatever the option is because. The only summer. clue that we have says that. Uh, PC platform Steam and the five previously listed publishers restricted cross-border sales of PC games based on geographical location with the European economic area, So, which is some sort of government agency as well. Um, so somehow it must be because they are in such – these countries are in pretty close relation to each other. Maybe it's common that you would buy something from somewhere else to get it cheaper – and they restricted that somehow. I have no clue. Yeah, I mean it makes sense, but again, like I would, I would imagine that with physical items, yeah, with digital items, that's not in my head. That's not the same thing. Like if you're buying a digital game, right, right, because like I've never, fe- I've never felt the need to go anywhere except the U.S. any U.S. store to get a digital game or anything. Like, like I said, I don't know how I would get on Steam and go to a different yeah, country weird. to. And plus, what happens if, like, I mean, obviously, this is the European Union, it's a little bit different, but if you look at games that have been banned in, like, Australia or in Germany due to content, well, you're banning them from selling it in that country. <laughs> so it's like, the, it's almost like the country's doing a reverse of what these people are saying. And it's not like they're banning the game being purchased in these locations, just you got to buy it from your local geographic area. You can't from buy your something. local mom and pop valve. Store. Exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it seems weird. It's like, yeah, you you can buy it from Amazon.com, but because you live in Spain, you're going to buy it from you know Spain Amazon. You're not going to buy it from Europe Amazon. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't know. 
Maybe smarter guess, people understand. I don't get it. I was gonna say, but I guess the 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 whole thing is that they are they shouldn't be allowed to keep them from doing it in the first place. I, I guess, which maybe again, maybe that's more common there. But that is not a small amount of money. That's for sure. Well, but for these companies, I guess it is. I mean, Zenimax, Zenimax, <laughs> whatever. Uh, Zenimax was just purchased for seven and a half billion dollars. Yeah. Um, Plus, I guess, like, how often do are they going to find them if they continue? Is this like an annual thing? And maybe they're like, well, yeah. it's worth it because we're making enough money to justify yeah, it. No, probably. Is maybe it's probably tax purposes. The tax right off. Yeah. I was about to say, it could even be for tax purposes, period. Because if, let's say, they have to pay a certain amount in sales tax in Spain versus, you know, the UK, the company does maybe, that they want to price control in those areas because they're losing a certain amount of profit margin in those different countries based on tariffs or whatever, whatever's going to happen there. I'm sure there's some guidelines there too, that I, I'm sure they're not doing it for no reason. There's gotta be some sort of business reason. They're like, Hey, you know, this game is 55 in UK and it's 60 in Spain because of tariffs or taxes we need to pay because of it. I don't know. But to me, I don't think they just do it for the heck of it to be jerks. It's, there's got to be some sort of methodology there. Not we could just make more money off people. This isn't like um, other countries that don't have those games are available, but they need to like import them. Like you think of like Brazil, if you import a game into Brazil, it costs so much more money. Yeah, uh, because they don't have it available. These places have it available. That's that's a gaming market. Yes, it's not the biggest. It's not like America or Japan, but it's a big marketplace. They have them there. So I don't know. More research, maybe. I'm not going to do any research. I'm not going to do it either. So somebody else knows that's listening, just just tell <laughs> us. Write into the questions next week. We'll cover it in the mailbag. If you're smarter than us and can answer what this geo-blocking thing is and why it's an issue, let us know. Let's do that. I like it. I like right. it. Fair enough. All right, guys. We've eaten up our time for this week, so oh. it's time for us to check out. But before we do, uh, Seth, as our guest, we'll let you go first. Where can people find and connect with you on the interwebs if they so wish to? I think he froze. I Or Seth froze. Oh, he's coming back. He's moving. I was muted. And you weren't moving. You were frozen and you were muted. But we can oh. hear you now. Well, let it go. Um, no. You can find me on Discord. <laughs> uh, on Discord, chatting, um, usually in the Xbox room because I've muted all of the other rooms at this <laughs> point. Uh, in general, and PSVG Prime, I, I, I'm there. Or on Twitter, Seth Joseph Roy. Um now that the election is over, I'm back to just tweeting about, I don't know, sports and games and food. So, yeah. Fair enough. All the good Luke, things in life. It's true. Lucas, speaking of all the good things in life, where can they find you? Ooh, all the good things are <laughs> at my Twitter, at heavy metal underscore riff. And, I'm, of course, I'm on the discords, chatting up all the fine folks that exist in that space. And then, of course, doing the Flex to Post podcast weekly tuesday nights we have a bit of fun on that old show just like we do here except they get to swear on their show we're not there yet. yeah we do it is nsfw e for explicit m for mature 18 years or older only sorry kaiju guy you cannot listen to flux the post oh no he's over 16 isn't he? i think he tried once and he was like yeah it's not for me <laughs> he's like Meh, pass just um, like everybody you, that's oh well that, with our show what? really Oh, yeah. Nobody's yeah. listening by now anyway, so it doesn't matter. That's true. They're like, oh, the show's over. They can just say <laughs> whatever they want. But 
Hey, if you're not in that Discord everyone's talking about, head on over to psvg.blog. You can find links to all the other shows as well as that awesome Discord to connect with us on the daily where we ignore our lives, our family, our children, our work to talk about video games and other nonsense, argue about uh, what DC heroes everyone in PSVG would be or ranch dressing and Who blue cheese. Who the heck is Gold Nugget? Booster Gold. Booster Gold. Okay, Booster Gold. He's good. I don't know. I don't know who that is. He's good. He's not a mainstream guy, but he's good. I think Del- Gold Delvin Gold Nugget would be a better name. Is that boneless Gold Boneless Wing? Yeah. Fair. Spicy Spicy Nugs are back. <laughs> you can head over to SpicyNugs.com to find Seth. <laughs> uh, but no, head over to PSVG.blog to find links to all the things. Uh, Patreon.com slash PSVG if you want to support us. You can follow me at PSVG Kevin on all the things, all your social medias, all your gaming platforms, if you so wish. Come link up with me. We'll play Fortnite. I'll play with Donnie's son. And we'll still get those dubs. So it's all good. Um, But most importantly, we ask, as always, everyone, that you never stop geo-blocking your sales. Gaming. This has been a PSVG production. Any music, sound effects, or the like is owned by their respective copyright holders. No infringement is intended. The views expressed in this production are those of the individual contributor, and may not necessarily reflect PSVG. This production may not be repurposed, reused, or redistributed without the express written consent of PSVG. PSVG is powered by patrons at patreon.com PSVG. Become a patron to get special perks, including access to exclusive content.